I don't think anybody goes through a painful experience in their life and thinks, well, this is a good thing I'm going through right now. (laughs) Or that, wow, this pain is really serving a purpose. I don't think that that perspective is often a first instinct anyway, but it doesn't mean that the pain that you're going through right now in your marriage or in your heart is going to be for no reason. And in fact, pain can be a gift that we can actually use to start healing. Today's episode is a replay. It's a live when the jar used to be live Facebook videos before it became a podcast. And I thought that the message would be a good one to repeat. So go grab your coffee and get ready because here we go. This isn't a game of ding dong ditch and don't worry, I'm not a solar panel salesman. I'm just here to see you friend. Whether you have spit up stains and cluttered counters or you're still in your heels from work and just getting dinner started, take a minute and come sit with me. Welcome to the JAR podcast with your host Lydia certified teacher, homeschool boy mom, oh lord help me, and marriage ministry leader, bringing you tough lessons from my own journey to soul health and wholeness. Together each week, we'll discuss our struggles, pain, and shame. We'll combat labels and lies with biblical truth, and we'll work through our mess and come out stronger, more confident, and rooted in our identity in Christ. So move your pile of laundry over. Better yet, let me help you fold it while we talk. Thanks for letting me in. Now let's get real. Today's topic is going to be kind of weird. The title is The Gift of Pain, which seems like an oxymoron, but I found this book, The Gift of Pain by Philip Yancey and the this surgeon, Dr. Paul Brand. I started reading it. And it's so good so far, and I got some really good insight and so on this topic for today, because I already was thinking along the lines of when we go through hard things and how much it hurts and how that feeling is just uncomfortable and painful. Nobody likes to feel pain, right? And we spend a lot of time, especially in America, trying to numb our pain. There's even a section in the beginning of this book, this doctor, he spent a third of his career in India, a third of his career in England, and then a third in the United States. He's a leprosy doctor and a hand surgeon. And he was talking about the way that different people deal with pain and in the other cultures, how they considered it somewhat of a, of a gift, just that they were aware of what pain helped them do, like not push too hard, go see a doctor before things got worse. So basically that's the topic for today. Strange topic to maybe talk about, <laughs> but it's really good, and I, I love some of the points made in here. So this leprosy doctor, obviously working with people who have this really horrible disease and trying to help them, and he was talking about this really sad story of a four-year-old girl who just, she couldn't feel anything, and so she would just chew on her fingers until pieces of her fingers came off really some gruesome stuff in here, but the fact that she couldn't feel any pain made her disable herself in so many words. And so then he goes into this story about how pain is actually a gift, and I'll explain. So there's a a portion here, I'm just going to read straight to you. So again, I'm in the, the book, The Gift of Pain. 
This says, because of pain, I took great care at night when I walked to the outhouse across ground patrolled by scorpions. He's talking about his childhood in India. On hikes, I kept alert for a pain-looking beetle, a plain-looking beetle that, if surprised, would rear up and with unerring aim, squirt a jet of stinging liquid into the intruder's eye. <laughs> I stayed on guard for snakes, too, cobras, vipers, etc. So he's talking about how being aware of how much some of these insects and animals cause pain made him, and I thought of the words here, took great care, made him more alert, and he stayed on guard. So as I was reading that, I was like, you know what? Pain does that in our lives. When we allow ourselves to feel some pain, of course, society these days, whether it's physical pain we want to numb or it's emotional pain we want to numb in some form and fashion, when we don't allow ourselves to feel pain, then we are not as much of these things. We're not taking as great care of ourselves. We push through pain like the leprosy, the people with leprosy that he's working with, they push themselves to the limit. He described a man, a bunch of people with leprosy trying to come to him to get help because they heard he was in town. And one man was on crutches, but he couldn't feel anything. He wanted to get ahead of the crowd and decided to run on his already dislocated ankle to the point where, this is so gruesome, his tibia, his leg bone in his shin, his foot was flopping to the side, his tibia ended up breaking through the skin, and he was so proud of himself for beating everybody there, but he had made his problems so much worse and had to get his leg amputated from the leg, from the knee down. So because of the lack of pain that he felt, he pushed himself into an even bigger problem. And so when we don't allow ourselves to feel pain, we can push ourselves beyond a healthy point. And so when we do allow ourselves to feel a little bit of pain or we recognize the pain, we take better care. Maybe we slow down. The part where it says he's more alert or stays on guard. I mean, how many of us have a toothache and go, oh no, let me go to the dentist and get this looked at and fixed before it becomes a bigger problem? I'm kind of the one that will try to push through the pain and avoid, but then the problem usually gets worse. And then I'm dealing with something even worse than if I would have just gone in the beginning. So then applying that emotionally, I mean, when we go through hard times emotionally, whether it's a relational issue or something else that's difficult, spiritually, if we try to numb that pain, we're not allowing God to help show us things along the way. Because I remember some of my most alert times with the Lord were during some of my darkest times. And I may have already shared this story, but I don't know. So I'm going to repeat it. When I was going through a really, really hard time, I was driving down um, a highway and was looking for my exit. And it was closed down because of construction. And so there was a detour sign. And when I looked at that sign, I instantly heard the Lord basically say out loud, I'm not deterred by your detours. And his plans are still to get me to a certain point. But along the way, I'm going to have to be more alert, pay attention to those signs, be looking for the next sign as to where to go now, which takes more concentration, being more alert, being more aware, and not just, you know, driving on autopilot. And so typically along the way then, I learned a lot more about my relationship with the Lord and other things he wanted to show me. Another thing I wanted to point out from this book was how he related feeling pain. Where does he say it? Because I'm going to totally misquote it here. 
Okay, so here he says, from my parents, I learned that pain sends a signal not only to the patient, but to the surrounding community as well. So when someone's in pain, it's not just for that individual, but the people around that individual. It says, just as individual pain sensors announce to other cells in the body, attend to me, help me, I need help. So do suffering human beings cry out to the community at large. So, you know, our brain is wired to where when, you know, if I prick my finger, other cells in my body are aware of that. My brain tells me, your finger hurts, go put a bandaid on it or whatever. Well, the same thing when I went through a hard time and was in a lot of emotional pain, my community, they picked up on that. Uh, the people that were really close to me. Even through text messages, I was amazed at how the Lord prompted them to say, are you okay? What's going on? What's really happening? And even to the point where they said things like, okay, I'm going to drive down and come see you. Not really giving me the, the choice, which is a blessing. So if you're in community with people, paying attention to their signs of pain as well. Pain can be such a gift that way because without pain, if that pain was numbed, the community wouldn't be able to pick up on those pain signals if you try to mask it or hide it. And then you go into further problems or spiral even further and being vulnerable and showing that pain isn't easy or isn't fun and it feels painful. And who wants to actually feel the pain? Can't pop a pain pill for that, but you can pretend, you can put a mask on and pretend everything's fine, but that's not the purpose of pain. And allowing people into your life to help you walk through something will help you heal. So there was one more point here. I don't know if I can find it, but basically it was that the gift of pain is just, well, maybe I'll phrase it this way. The author talked about, or the doctor, he talked about a point when he thought that he was, that he had gotten leprosy from one of his patients. He had gotten really sick and he was making his way home to England and he got home to his house and realized he couldn't feel his ankle, like his, his heel, his ankle. And so he wanted to see where the numbness stopped because it usually starts on one of your extremities like that. And he poked his heel. He couldn't feel a thing. He made himself bleed. He couldn't feel a thing. And he started to really, really freak out and think, oh no, I've done what I thought I would never do and contract this disease. And beforehand, I used to tell leprosy patients not to feel so alone, not to worry about being contagious or not. Um, and he didn't really have that compassion. Well, the next day, he realized um, he could feel his foot, but on his way home, he had slept so weird in a strange position and cut off the circulation to his leg, like, you know, when our legs fall asleep. And it had lasted for so long, he thought he had leprosy. And so he laughed about it, but then realized how excited he was when he felt the pain, which you would think is strange. But when he felt that pain, he realized, yes, like, okay, good. I'm I'm going to take that as uh, such a gift to now have more compassion for the people I work with, but then also be more thankful for the pain that I feel so that I can help me to be on guard, to be alert, um, and to pay more attention to it. So whatever it is that maybe you're going through right now, that's a pain point. Maybe it's physically. Maybe you have a physical pain. I'm not sitting here necessarily saying all pain that you feel is a good thing. But I am saying that the way that God made our bodies, 
when we do feel pain is to pay more attention, to be alert, to somehow spiritually it's connected. When you feel the pain to slow down and to sometimes we have to take appropriate precautions. When my husband had, had cancer, I would did not like to see him in pain, didn't want him to feel pain. And there were things that he, we could do to help relieve the pain. But if he hadn't felt it in the first place, he would have pushed himself too far and made things worse for himself. So if it's emotional pain, maybe it's you need to let someone in and be more vulnerable and show that pain so they can be that community that comes around and helps walk you through something. So I don't know personal circumstances of what maybe any of you may be going through, but I just found that the seemingly oxymoronic um, statement of pain being a gift is true. It's something that God wired and made you to be able to do so that things wouldn't get worse. So I would just encourage you just to maybe be thinking about what pain have you been trying to mask? What pain have you been going through that you've been trying to numb? How have you been trying to numb it? And then why have you been trying to numb it? What are you maybe not allowing yourself to go through? What are you trying to avoid? For me, with my teeth, I always use that as an example. I hate the dentist. I want to avoid pain at all costs from the dentist, but if I don't take care of a smaller pain now, it turns into something so much bigger. So thinking ahead, whatever pain you're going through, what is it that you're trying to avoid? And is it worth dealing with now and getting the help with now? I think there was one more thing. Let me just check. Yes, one last statement here. I, I kind of skipped ahead just to see if there was something good and I found something right away. And it said, um, this kind of goes with what I was saying. I have identified fear, anger, guilt, loneliness, and helplessness as the response is most likely to intensify pain. So not only is your pain maybe being masked or therefore you're not getting healed um, and things are getting worse, but the things you may be masking it with, like fear of opening up to people or anger towards a loved one that wronged you. And so instead of dealing with that pain in the relationship, you're getting angry about it instead or the guilt you feel over something you did and therefore you feel pain that you caused, but you just sit in your guilt about it or loneliness, you're not letting people in, all of that intensifies the pain. So not only are you not getting better, you're actually making it worse. And so I just thought that was such an amazing thing to think about. Like it's worth going through a little bit of pain to start healing as opposed to avoiding the pain and then dealing with even more later. Not easy. To deal with and a lot of us would just rather numb with turning on netflix and binge watching something or avoiding a conversation with a loved one that we know we need to have or even taking some kind of substance to avoid thinking about the pain that we're dealing with in a relationship with someone anything and it probably depends on our own sin natures and what we gravitate towards but again think about what's hurting right now and how can you not avoid it any longer, but start to deal with it? Maybe it's just a conversation. Maybe it's just starting with prayer with the Lord. Maybe it's just talking to one person about what you're going through and not worrying about what it looks like long-term, but overall just starting with something. So I would love to hear from you guys what your thoughts are on all of this, because I know that it's kind of a, again, strange topic to, to talk about. <laughs> 
but what your thoughts are on it. So, and also, I mean, this book is not, you know, a lighthearted book, but it's really good. Again, The Gift of Pain. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse 15. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. I'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place.